Today's episode of Total Sidebar is brought to you by, wait for it, super fan Amy, wait for it, Boston Beer Ventures. Yes, they are our best pals. They have a great product. They will put together events for you that are fabulous. But I want to rope in some other sponsors too. If I were going to a Boston Beer Ventures beer tasting, maybe put on in someone's backyard or at their venue, I would want to buy a new outfit. And I know the TGX companies of stores <laughs> have many places to choose from. Where would you pick out a new outfit, ladies? I go to Marshall's. Oh, how about you? Oh, Home Goods. I would oh, just you... wrap myself in a blankie. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Um, and if Home Goods was closed, you could go to TJ Maxx. There yep. you go. Or uh, Sierra. If you're feeling outdoorsy. Yeah, Sierra. Hi, Sierra. Hi, Sierra. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, what I'm trying to do with my genius is rope in a second sponsor uh, where we spend a lot of our time. Who has not paid for this? Who has not paid a dime for it, but. And is probably going to issue a cease and desist tomorrow (laughs) to say, please take said ad down. (laughs) Which. And we're going to say, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. We promise no one will come in your store. Nobody will come in your store as a result. Please relax. But back to beer, because that's where I always go back. You can have a great time with a beer tasting from Boston Beer Ventures, tons of interesting craft beers you have never tried. You, I know you guys, you think you're the cool kids. You think you know all the beers. Mm-hmm. Guess what, smarty pantler? Don't. No. You don't. So write to them, right? Mm-hmm. Give it to me, Alex. BostonBeerVentures at gmail.com. And how much you get off? Well, if you mention Sidebar in, in the, the subject, subject line. line, then you get 20% off. And you can get not only beers, she's doing like cocktails in a can, she's doing seltzers. You guys, there's a lot there. Lots to unpack. Are there any snacks involved? Because I think there need to be some snacks. She does usually give a little bag of pretzels. It's got to be some. Yeah. Or you're going to just beer out. Sure. Yeah. Or bring your own pretzel nuggets. I love them. Or you can go down the cashier aisle at any of the tjx <gasps> stores and find yourself something it's another little snickety snack yeah you or you could go to marshall's in the food section where you're not sure how long that tin of london caramels play. has been on the shelf oh, those mm-hmm. are good though anyway sorry we're getting so there you go here. boston beer ventures check it out you guys you're gonna love it i just chewed something you know when you find like a little bit of schmutz mm-hmm. in your teeth mm-hmm. i just it's chewed it very spicy it must have been wasabi, wasabi. or a piece of pepper mm-hmm. like because you know how sometimes you get like a tiny thing and you just go mm-hmm. ah, like you mm-hmm. want to get it mm-hmm. with the, your two front teeth boy i felt that one on my tongue oh that's what she said nice they never get old never <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Total Sidebar. I am your hostess, Ellen Cumley. I brought along both of them. I didn't. You can't bring one without the other. It would just be, well, we did it once many, many moons ago. It was a massive flop. It was spooky. So nope. say hello, Jen Palmer. Hello. I love that I'm the one you did it without. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Thanks a lot. It was, you know what? It's just and me and Ellen staring at each other. <laughs> hurry up. Say hello, Alexander Shumway. Hello. Let's put it this way. When you weren't here, Jen, for the sidebar, it was like... A two-legged stool. Yes. And we all know you got to have sweet. the tripod. Right. I don't think you're telling the truth, but it was sweet. <laughs> it was. <laughs> we're not actually telling the truth. We, no, had, we had a great a time. fucking blast, if you really want to know the truth. It was but literally like. trying to be a, nice. It was like being at Studio 54. Yeah. Totally. We were up all night. Oh, my God. Everybody was wasted. The fun we it. had. It was a blast. Oh, no. We yeah. should do that again. We should. Okay. Hey, Jennifer, why don't you hey, Jen, vacation? Bye-bye. You, you going somewhere? I'll let you know when I'm going on vacation. Yep. <laughs> Is that your bag you got packed there? Hey, bon voyage. <laughs> like the way invited in, invited out. <laughs> Boom. Just like that. In under 30 <laughs> seconds. No, we're all here. This is what's going on. What's the mood today? Give me your adjective. What do we What do we got? Hot and sweaty. Oh, hot and sweaty, she says. Yeah. Uh, hump day. Oh. <laughs> Folks, it, it, we're it, recording it, on a Wednesday. Yeah, yep. it is. Oh, it God. is a hump day. It's, it's, it feels like it's been a week uh, already, and I it's agree. only Wednesday. Aye. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anywho, yeah, this sure. whole going back to work, like all the time stuff, really, yeah. it's don't it's do it. I vote no. Uh, oh, Ellen. Oh, insert. Okay. I'm retired <laughs> here. Didn't say it, Ellen. Not gonna say it, Ellen. What's your word for the day? Uh, my word for the day is I like a little sunshine. That's, That's not, not a word. word. I, That's numerous words. Annoying. That would be <laughs> fair. Fair. <laughs> Look at some annoying people. No, I actually was going to say that it has been here near downtown city. It has been so gray and rainy for so many days. And I thought, is there a more depressing weather situation than a rainy drab summer? No. 
Like, mm-hmm. is it a snowless Christmas, a snowless winter? Like, what's a disconnect? What's a seasonal letdown that's worse than this? I think this one's terrible because, first of all, this is when so many people can leave work, mm-hmm. go on vacation. They're going to the Cape, to the mountains, California. And like, this is their big trip. And if they're going to a place where the weather is crappy, yep. that's your week. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it's just been, we have just had bleh, bleh, bleh. Weather. And, and humidity, and I don't fare well no. in humidity. It's no, hot. we don't. We're constantly swiping. Even yeah. if it's like and overcast swiping. and looks gray, it's still humid. And ugh. yeah, yeah, and it's like a Super. punch in the face when you walk outside. So, in here in downtown city, it yeah. has been cool, but rainy. We've had our AC on when literally it might be like sixty-eight degrees and ninety-eight percent humidity outside, and then you walk inside. And it said it's 70 degrees, but it's cool, no humidity. I can't believe we're talking about the weather, but anyway, it's, that's old. been, we that's, I know, this move along. Awful. As I'm saying, I'm like, stop, Please, Alex. This is oh, not yuck. anything anyone wants to Anyway, to. brighter days ahead. Woo! Brighter days ahead. There you go. Hump day. <laughs> and that. <laughs> Let's talk about that for a second. You were, you're working, folks. Sure. Talk about that for um. a second. You know, everybody Monday. So let's just think about think about the trajectory of Monday through Friday, driving to Friday. Right. Everybody's yep. just everybody's working for the weekend. Oh, my God. Who said <laughs> that song? Eddie Money. No, no, no. 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 So a listener will tell us um, it's like 38 special or some. That might be it. It could be 38 like special. that. It, uh, it shows up periodically right. in the yeah. in the mix on my uh, on my trainer's mm-hmm. music. Really? Oh, Who's we get trainer? all kinds of. Is Eddie Money actually training you? Let me tell you a little something about Eddie Money. Oh, I went and saw wait. him live in concert. Sure. Many 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 years ago. Look at you. And I'm trying to remember. It was a hundred thousand people at the Yale Bowl in Connecticut. Wow. In the late 1970s, and I'm trying to remember what the order was. It was Eddie Money. The Beach Boys and the Cars. Wow. Oh, wow. And I think the Cars were the headliner. I think at that point in time, they were probably the biggest of them. And maybe Eddie Money was in the middle and the Beach Boys huh. were getting older. So they got yeah. like tucked in the back. That wow. sounds right. I know. I completely forgot. And as I told you guys, I've been reading my old oh, youthful right. diaries. And I'm like, I saw Eddie Money? Huh. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Huh. Robert Palmer. I was like, oh, mm. forgot I saw him. Addicted to love. Might as well face it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I know. And again, this is what I, anybody who cares about this project, um, and nobody does but me, but trans, I'm reading through my journals and transcribing things so I can remember them and do something with them, make stories for my kids or something. And you can't believe how much you've forgotten. Like you just, every decade that goes by in your life, like there's so many things you did. So many, I wrote down the names of restaurants. I can't, I can't, couldn't tell you what they look like. I couldn't tell, like we went to Eliza's. Gillery's cellos, Rascal House. I can't remember what this are morning. These? I can't can even <laughs> imagine having to go. And also, I didn't write anything down. I, and I would encourage you, dumb. even if you could do, my brother-in-law does too. He writes in his diary every night. Even if you can write three lines, I guarantee you, especially while you're raising kids, I yeah. guarantee you, you will be so glad you have it decades from now. So three years ago, I read in Real Simple Magazine. Ooh. They recommended this little, it was like the one sentence a day diary, and it took you five years. I lasted two days. And it's in it's in my bedside table, and I looked at it, and I was like, that went well. Also, I couldn't edit. I couldn't write one. I'm going to write one sentence about my day. Are you kidding me? Well, That's insane. Yeah. I can't put it in one sentence. Right, you it's don't, too hard. You don't have to be beholden to their I'm just framework. Say, I'm just saying it made me very stressed out. I'd be like, how, like, well, you know, what's the one thing I'm going to highlight today? So anyway, it was too hard for me, but good on you. <laughs> I can't wait to read your memoir. It's what are you going to name it? Go, um, right now, the working title is Bitter. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bitter and Drunk. Bitter and tipsy. Yeah, that's, that's right. Meet me in the corner. Yes, exactly. There's many. Like, I have more titles than I have pages of the book mm-hmm. done. So, so, I like that. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. It changes. Depending on where my uh-huh. mood is, it changes. Okay. So, we'll see. We'll see what we get. But I have to tell you, we have some follow-ups from last time. And that okay. means it's my favorite new segment, To Be Continued. So last time we had a very spirited discussion 
about hot dogs versus hamburgers. Oh, I do remember this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was yeah. hard to figure out the answer. It was hard to choose. And there was mention of a product of Heinz 57. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, I said, because these are the things that I do. Here, yeah. Why is it called Heinz 57? What is the origin of that term? Do you know what the origin is? Not a clue. I feel like I did learn this once. It's on their, it's like on their packaging and I've forgotten it. It says, if you look on their packaging, it says 57 varieties. Oh. And that would make you think 57 varieties of ketchup. How yeah. can this possibly be? No. Back at the turn of the 20th century, Henry Hines, the guy mm-hmm. who ran the company, they were producing tons of products like soups and canned sardines huh. and, and God, what do I have to say? Like evaporated horseradish, beans, pickles, olives, mincemeat, all kinds of junk. And so he thought you would sound like a bigger company. If you said we have 57, oh. you know, products, 57 varieties. So that's why he did it. But it led me down a fascinating rat hole. And this is why I'm calling this the nerd edition of To Be Continued. Okay. Okay. So all of a sudden I'm looking at Pines and I find something on Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Did huh? you know that Ed Sheeran is a huge Heinz ketchup fan? No. I did not. He has a tattoo of their logo mm. on his body. What? Really? Where? Well, he so, is a ginger, so is it something about that? I don't Oh, you're the mother of the a ginger. Red. I am the mother of a ginger, yeah. Huh. So he apparently posted on social media his love for Heinz and an idea for a commercial he would want to be in based on a dream he had about ketchup at a fancy restaurant. So they produced the commercial and they produced a limited edition bottle. There's only 150 of them around. I want one. Me too. Ed Sheeran's, Ed Sheeran's version of Heinz ketchup and they call it Edchup. Okay. Mm. Yeah. They Not as done catchy, there, but, but yeah, okay. sure. Well, as I'm reading about it, this is where the nerd nerdly part comes in. Edchup is, as I'm sure you understand, this type of word is a portmanteau. Mm-hmm. I can spell it, but I don't remember what it means. I It's just making me want to It ends mint. with an E-U at the end. It is French. And I see it all the time. And I'm like, what, what does that damn word mean yeah. in English? What does it mean? It is to create a blended word from two separate words. Like Benefer. Oh, yeah. Like, exactly. Okay. Like Benefer, brunch, yep. smog, mm-hmm. which is smoke and fog, right. motel, mm-hmm. motor, and hotel. Like those are all oh, I didn't know that either. Either. Okay. Yeah. portmanteaus. And portmanteaus come from porte, which is to carry in the mm-hmm. French, and manteau, which is cloak. Because a portmanteau in luggage means like a two-sided suitcase. You open and a it from mento the middle. is a delicious mint. A refreshing mint. Made in mint. Sweden. Yes. yes. Made yes. in Sweden. Yes. It's the fresh maker. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if it's made in Sweden. Wait, I think you may have taken a leap on Ikea. that one. Yeah. No, they're Do from that. Kentucky. No, 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 but no, I, they're no, not. No, no, the fresh maker. Have you ever seen those? Those PVM Mentos. Right, I remember, but they're owned na- uh, oh, internationally. You may be right. Yeah, yeah you may be. You right. know why you guys make me feel better? Because, because we're, we're dumb? so stupid. No. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think she doesn't? We talked about we talked about thinning the herd as as we get older. We're all kind of like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for that. And we both said to Ellen, if she tries to thin us from the herd. We'll find Watch. her. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not why I like hanging out with you because you're dumb. No, it's because no matter no matter what sidebar I go to, we've got another. You, you, t- you <laughs> yeah. take it down like seventeen we've gone different from, rattles. We've gone from ketchup to Ed Sheeran to portmanteau. And now we're in Sweden. To Sweden, yeah. unbelievable. Okay. Okay. So wrap it up, Ellen. Don't confuse portmanteau with compound words. Okay, a compound word is something like starfish. Mm-hmm. because the words have not been blended. You didn't move any letters or Got anything. It. You just pushed okay. two complete words together. Portmanteau, okay? portmanteau. I'm never going to remember this. Like but... farmhouse, two words. If you said frouse, that would be yeah. a portmanteau. Got it. Okay, why don't you <laughs> throw it. that around? What's a frouse anyway? It's nothing. I made it up yeah. okay. right in front of you. Right That's pretty good, eyes. yeah. You now, know what I picture for a frouse? <laughs> I picture a... Um, a German woman? No, like yeah. a house dress. Wouldn't ah! that be a good like no, frouse? I was with you. Like... I was picturing a house frau. Yeah, a frau. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, move on. All right. This. Will, hey, sidebar listeners. Yeah. If you have some ideas for made-up <laughs> words that mean things, mean things that you'd oh. like to create and share with us, please I'd do. Like that, especially based on any foolish, you know, topics that we've covered. That we, and oh. there are more to come. Oh. So many. There's more to come. Now, there's another to be continued. So, uh, there was quite a bit of discussion, and it comes up more than once. It came up last time about Alex absolutely having no interest in going into space. Oh. Like, nope. 
No. Not going to do it. Stuff that nightmares are made of. And now here we are just recently in the news. We have the first yep. billionaire who had to shoot himself up there to be big boy on campus, right? Mm -hmm. Had to go and do it. Yeah, that's a great way to spend your money. Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted to know how many people have ever gone into space? Mm. Like, haven't really thought about it. Like, we have been around since the era of the beginning of space travel. So how many people do you think have reached Earth's orbit? And that means anything over, it's considered anything over 62 miles. Whoa. I thought it was like two miles. I think no. I showed you what I know. No. Uh, uh, I'll go 120. I'll go 121, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> One dollar. And I'm going to vote a dollar. <laughs> I am, I'm going to give you a chance to re-guess and remind you that the space station, I bet you didn't know, is 254 miles up. Oh, yeah. No, I knew that. Okay. <laughs> you know what? We're not going to get any better yeah. with the no, answers. Yeah. No, How about you just, just tell us? Just tell us. Just, you just okay. tell me the answer. Here's the deal. <laughs> so before Virgin Galactic just took this trip, there were 553 people oh. who have reached Earth's orbit. So, that's so also, oh closest without going over was me ah. with 121. Let's focus back Are on Are you saying <laughs> you win? I, that's exactly yes. what I'm saying. Oh, we need to take a moment to focus on the winner. Yep. And there we have it. Just so you know. Because these are the thing, there are two things I want to tell you. So one is, outer space is anything over sixty-two miles up. Hmm. The space station is two hundred and fifty-four miles up. Hard pass. The outermost layer of our atmosphere before you start, like the sun takes over and you have no protection, is six thousand and two hundred miles. Absolutely not. How far do you think the moon is? Oh Christ Almighty! Oh. I was told there'd be no math. No. Nope. What? Uh, just How far is the moon? A billion miles. <laughs> You want to you want to vote a dollar? You want to vote a mile? <laughs> I think it's five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred miles. It is two hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred miles. See, I was closest. So it's I far. Win. I'm just saying that's it kind of, it's yeah. kind of far. So if you think about people kind going of. to Mars, that's yeah. quite a hike. Well, how far is Mars? I didn't look it up because I knew your brains were already exploding. No. Yeah, they are. I thought this I is stopped. just where I mean, let's just put this whole thing in the same shelf on the same shelf as you going down underneath the ocean and asking us how fucking far it is <laughs> to where it's black dark and there's no sunlight and, and us going yeah. and by the way listen that's let, what it is let me just tell you okay we already know that ellen is an ivy league graduate Shut jennifer up. and i are Jesus. state school but ellen also has a piece of paper in front of her with yeah. the answers not for nothing She's check yeah. the google before yeah. this Forget airing Forget. we show Alex up and, and start drinking flying blind with wine let's, with let's wine. just discard yeah. my checkered college career which as i was telling you earlier today was checkered <laughs> super checkered it's really because i have been using the google and i do have it yes. in front of me in my hands that's what makes me sound smart i love it that's why i love this show um one final thing on space. So somebody wanted to know what space smelled like. Huh. Oh. So some. Potpourri. Somebody. They were asking like inside the best, the closest they could come because you cannot take your yeah. lid off in the middle of open space because you, you'd yeah. be gone. Yeah. Um, is what it smells like inside the space station. Mm -hmm. And the description was ozone, hot metal and fried steak. What? That's the smell inside the Wait, space who station. Who defined that? Uh, that they Buzz asked, Aldrin. They, oh, okay. See, I didn't know <laughs> that. Nice try. Yeah. Um, but somebody like that, and yeah. they asked some astronauts Pride who were sake. up at the space station, and some guy created cologne called Oda Space. Oh, God. So I'm if, any of, on that one. if any of your kids or maybe Good. your husbands, oh, what a Father's oh, Day gift. Uh, you are yes. kidding. Too bad oh it just passed. Oh, to space. All right. You got the whole year. Yeah. I'll yeah. order it up. Okay. I'll get it to you guys. It's a good call. Wouldn't you like your, your husband to smell like ozone, hot metal, and fried Not steak? So much, no, because no. then all I do is have one nightmare after another as I remind <laughs> him he's space. not going. <laughs> Yeah. You kidding me? Oh, maybe no. you should create a partnership with Heinz Fifty Seven on that, because oh. fried steak and Heinz Fifty Seven go very well together. A little edge up, actually. <laughs> that does sound no, good. A little spaceship, spaceship. I, no, I meant a little Ed, Ed, Ed Sheeran's Heinz Fifty Seven. Yeah, whatever. 57. Let's move on. It's There's oh, too many pieces. It's to too much. Part. Too many. I've already forgot the word. You know yeah. what? Put I'm something you, I'm taking you to like it or not. going to try this one and uh, there was a news story that prompted me to think about adding it to it, and i will explain that later but it's it's a strange like it or not but we'll see what you think like it or not teeth whitening strips i'll let you go first i well uh you 
know, I'm going to say I don't like them only because I don't think they really work very well. Right. And so I've done the teeth whitening thing. In fact, I have a teeth whitening thing now that you gave me for my birthday. You gave me a teeth whitening thing. You don't I even did. remember. Oh, my yes. God. That's There's right. There's a I subtle did. hint. Huh? Yeah. That's our Jesus. I know. Oh, Merry Ouch. Christmas. Ouch. But no, you look great. She's like, no. Hey, Alex, <laughs> how about some white one instead of that red one? What do you think? <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe put that pack of butts down. Yeah. You know, do we. No more do, coffee for you. Yeah, no more coffee. Stop smoking cigars. <laughs> yeah, What's with eat you? Eat some more corn on the cob and let it just shove in between Thank your you. spaces. Thank you. I know. That do you really nice. need that spinach and pasta? Are you sure? Anyway. Mm. Um, so. So I don't think they work very well. I don't think I've ever tried them, but I'm all in for teeth whitening stuff because, as I said, I'm a red wine drinker. I'm a coffee drinker. Yeah. Not a cigarette smoker. I was kind of kidding about that in the cigars. But, I mean, I, it, just, it just happens. It just, it just happens. But then I see some of those crazy teeth whitening things, and I'm always like, I want to try that. But they're never the teeth whitening strips because I don't think they work. What I am intrigued with is the stuff you see on Instagram – where it's like the fluorescent thing where they put it in their mouth and it's like one of the real housewives who'll be like, look at me, I'm doing this. It's like a light? Yes. And yeah, I really like want to try it, but I'm kind of afraid. I want someone I know to try it, maybe one of you guys, and then tell me if it works. Why don't you ask Dr. Shampoo? Oh, I can't even yeah. start with that. All right. Okay. Crook. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I do want somebody, in fact, listeners, if any one of you, if any one of you have tried the, the, the neon UV light thing light in your mouth. I want to know if I'm going to look like Ross on Friends in that episode when he oh, had yeah, the bright white teeth one. or if it actually really works. But hmm. no one on strips. I just don't think they work. And also, I think you probably have to leave them on for a while. Could you imagine me sitting, smiling, actually and not talking? putting up with something for uh, more yeah, than a minute. Go. And the, then we hit the root of the problem. Mm -hmm. There we are. Yeah. Jennifer. Um, I, I don't... No, that's a no for me as well. But a different reason. For me, I put them in the category of things that I think people will look back on in 20 to 30 years and be like, how did those ding-dongs think that that wasn't going to harm them? Mm -hmm. And I put Botox in that category. Mm -hmm. um, the teeth whitening, like it kind of strips off, doesn't it, the outer layer a little bit to get... Isn't that I what happens? Almost know. like a Biore strip? It's bleach. Yeah. It's bleach. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. It doesn't take off any layers. Are you no. sure? No, yeah. they're all no. bleach. Okay. It is that's what right. the Whatever animal. it is. Yep. I just think it's weird. I think God didn't intend it. I Again, I feel like it's... <laughs> oh, God didn't well, This is a religious No, it's not religious. It. I'm just saying. <laughs> it just seems weird to me. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't place such value on bright white teeth. I think they look artificial if they're super bright. Mm -hmm. And I also think that there's something weird about letting your body sit in some weird chemical or injecting it with a weird chemical or whatever for um, mm -hmm. for purposes that are purely superficial that in time they will look back and be like, huh, yeah, that was a dumb one that people all mm. bought into. But I disclaimer, in listeners, Jennifer does not put hair dye in this category. <laughs> Every, Never. Everybody no. has that's a look. Super that's totally different. Everybody, no, that's <laughs> totally different. Oh my gosh, that goes back to the ancient Greeks. And exactly. I believe the Mayans did it quite oh, a bit. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. I, the, I I read that yeah. in, in a um, all the in most an evolved yeah. civilizations were dying there. Exactly. exactly. It exactly. makes you stronger. <laughs> It, I heard that too. It makes I, you I live longer. I read that in the same article. I know. I love that article. Yeah. That Helen, such reading. a good one. <laughs> Helen, how do you feel? Okay. So I have um, I have used them in the past and found them to be slimy and weird and oh, good. not convinced that they made any difference at all. Mm -hmm. I have done trays with goopy goop that my dentist gives me. Mm -hmm. And still, I will say, like, I don't drink coffee. I don't drink red wine. I just have whatever I have for the color of my teeth. That's life. <laughs> if only life. you could see what she just did. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, you beautiful. guys missed a, a, but, a giant overbite there. But what I will say, there are two things I will say. One is, it just seems like the younger generation has bright white teeth. Yes. Like, they're just it's like... unnerving. They're like using pens and strips and mm -hmm. lights and, and everything to make it like Hollywood white. Maybe it's the Instagram generation or something yeah. like that. But I know with my students, I was like, how do these kids... I know they grew up with more fluoride and better hygiene and all that but boy we're drinking the same water that well, they are maybe they haven't mm. drunk enough red wine yet maybe, maybe that's what it yeah, is maybe. tell them to get on it but i heard this on the news the other day um which is disturbing so this will be a public service oh, announcement good. that oh. some <laughs> lucky listeners someone on tiktok or instagram you guys, posted listen up people are using the mr clean magic eraser <gasps> no. on their teeth no what that's not how okay. about a tide pen or something that's it, terrible actually, that's a better idea Let's it's a, yeah. both yeah. bad awful bad but, oh my god no people right just, and and begs the question does it work 
I, it takes the enamel off. See, your that's what I teeth. that's what I think of. Yes. I don't like anything that strips something away. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm. You got to be super careful. Yeah. And let me tell you a little something. Okay. In honor of late Uncle Dick. Oh, oh. love that guy. He said, I think he, I th- believe he said, I can't remember if he said both of these, but I'll just say one. He said, I wish I'd taken better care of my teeth because mm. he had full dentures by the time he was ninety six. Mm-hmm. Full. Passed, yes, full. No, no Nothing real teeth left. Yeah. No real teeth. Not a single teeth. Like if he take he took out his dentures, he was like a baby, like all gums. Correct. Wowzers. But wait, right. dude, we, that's gonna be me in like three. I was years. just gonna say, can we also talk about the fact that some of this is such genetics? It is. It's a lottery of genetics. Yes. I, we're two sisters and we have wildly different teeth. teeth and we come from the oh, same and I have three children and went brought them to the dentist yesterday. Child number two. Everything is great. Absolutely wonderful. She said, I think you have one wisdom tooth coming in. I don't think it's going to be an issue. She goes, now the 11-year-old, on the other (laughs) hand, the one who's already had an adult molar extracted, she goes, all four are in there, and we're going to have to keep an eye on them. I'm like, sorry, son. You got teeth from mom. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. It's true. Oh, teeth. Anyway, Why did you go down to dentistry? All right. Every time. Like it or not. (laughs) Please. Whitewater rafting. Jennifer, I'm going to let you take this one. Oh, for Christ's sake. Uh-oh. I, I, think, I feel like this. there's a story here. Listeners, buckle sit up. Sit down and grab your oar because we got ourselves a put rocky your, road ahead. Put your life vest on. <laughs> I can see oh it's not God. a simple yes or no. It's a good one. Oh, only if it's a class five or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right, I've done this several times in my life, three times to be exact, in my life, always against my better judgment and will. The first was with a boyfriend, you know, and that was probably the most harrowing of all. The fact that I went back for time two and three is ridiculous. But the first one, um, I was, you know, young and in love and following him around and pretending that I enjoyed such a ridiculous sport because it's not even a sport. Who are we kidding? I mean, you think you're just sitting there, right? You think so. I thought it was going to be like, a, yeah, like a fun it's carnival. It's not a lazy no, you gotta, river. No, no. you got to paddle, paddle, no. paddle. And, yeah. Oh, and if the boat tips over, here's how you don't drown. Yep. That's a good lesson to don't learn hit in the, the beginning. Rocks. Yep. Oh, yep. and you have to be in a fucking wetsuit if you're doing it in the Northeast from head to toe, which those are not flattering, yep. especially if you're in love with the boyfriend, said boyfriend that you're going and you're down the river. you're putting a sausage casing. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. and so then... And then the worst is when you hit the rapid and it hits really hard and really fast, the rapid that is, and then you yourself hit really hard and really fast your face into the back of the head of the person in front of you and you, and you hit your front tooth through your bottom lip. And because literally, literally through it, through it, through the lip, but lower lip, still have a scar. I can feel it right now with my tongue right there. And because you're so far up in the boonies of Maine that there's no, sorry, I just revealed where we were. It's okay. It's all yeah, right. On the Saco River or whatever, mm-hmm. that you, there's no hospital around. And so they just tell you to just keep putting water on it as you're like got a huge fat lip. And the next day when you get back home, you have a bridal shower to go to. And everybody wonders why your lip is the size of Texas. I, I hate had it. No idea. Yeah. And then you have to go a second time and you think, oh, this isn't good. I don't do well on these. And this time it's in Durango, Colorado, and something similar happens. Oh, and you're and you're driving cross country with a roommate, and that's not enjoyable. And you think, I knew it, I knew I shouldn't have. And then the third time is when you work for a certain outdoorsy magazine, and you're forced into that. No, it's not for me. I don't understand it. And and you know what else I hate too? While we're on the subject, really quickly, oh. are the guides. And I I'm putting air quotes around guides. Uh-huh. Those guides who are who you know basically have been drunk until 4 a.m. the night before, and then when they're when they're quote unquote teaching you how to survive when the boat flips over so that you don't drown, they're the ones at the back going left, left, <laughs> right, right, and you're like, I just learned this 15 minutes ago. I don't know what you're saying. Stop I, yelling at stop me. Stop yelling at me. I'm so confused and it's going so fast and we're careening down I a river and there's rocks and there's oh god, it's awful. So no, that's a hard. <laughs> Pass for moi, Alexandra. Oh, I've never been, but now I've heard these stories. Oh and my! It sounds like like look. I'm up for things that are fun. That doesn't sound fun. To nope. what Jennifer said, it sounds harrowing and nervous. And as I get older, I don't like things that are too dangerous. Like I'm I'm 
cool with going like kind of fast and doing stuff like that that are fun that it sounds it sounds too much of an active adventure like Mm -hmm. i don't need to have adrenaline kind of a thing do you know what i would love to do instead what sit up on the deck in the house in maine with and, a cocktail, yeah, and watch the rafters come down below. Exactly. Or, yeah, or just watch sure. the, the, or the just pl- watch your cocktail get and, lower and, there, and lower. And there you have it. That <laughs> yeah. to me is great. And even way back when, I don't know if I would have liked it, but you were you were always doing them under duress. But yeah, no, I've never under been. Duress, yes. I have um I have friends actually super fan Tara and Colleen. Yeah, they are going whitewater rafting again. In a week or two, and I remember thinking to myself, nope, nope, nope. And, and did, what was that movie with Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon? Oh, River Wild. Oh, oh that, yeah. that to me yep. is just, that's the well, indicative it, of the whole Well, you don't movie. want to be whitewater rafting with a murderer. Well, right, that, that too. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's so another choose, element. Choose, I never had that. Choose your, your raft partners choose your wisely. wisely. That's right. Are you a murderer? Ellen, wow. Have wow. you ever done it, Ellen? I certainly have. I knew you had. I, I bet you love it. I like it. Yeah, I do. I knew you. I would. do, but you know what? I you didn't never... do it under duress, though. I did not do it under duress. I did not. Or have with any... Jennifer, <laughs> or with me. <laughs> I, let's see. I've been thrown out of the raft, and and that is when you remember. Oh yeah, put your feet up. Put your toes up. Lie on your back and float. Put your toes up. So you, when you hit rocks, you're hitting them with the bottom of your feet first, so your head doesn't go where it's going. Yeah. Um, but also it was out west. So mm-hmm. the water the Durango, was with per se. the American River and then the Snake uh-huh. River in Wyoming. Yeah. And um, and so they were refreshing for that time of year. It was warm. Was it, it was a class hot. five rapid? It was not. There okay. is no way that, that I would have. I'm sure it was like a three. I'm sure it was something like that. I, I don't think mine were five either. But, but, I, but it was, I mean, we went backwards into the devil's cesspool, mm-hmm. which is what all the worst the rapids are called. The devil's They always something. have little names for that like bullshit. It's like teacup. Careful, yeah. when we turn the corner, <laughs> you're going you're, you're to hit into the Ursula the Sea Witch's cauldron. And, and you're like, what? <laughs> like, stupid. And then yeah. all of a sudden your nose first. Yeah, yeah see, that to me sounds like a terrible idea. Very dangerous. Yes. I will tell you one. I will tell you one, and then we'll move on, that was technically whitewater rafting but but the best kind and that is if you for any reason are ever up in nova scotia you can go to the bay of fundy which has the largest tide displacement on the planet which means the most water going out and coming in and you ride the tidal bore so what happens is you you join you get dressed in your rottenest clothes and you get in these rafts in about two feet of water and you're sitting in the middle of this river and out in the distance, you see this shimmer and it starts coming closer and closer and closer. And it is the, and it is, well, I just looked it up because I couldn't remember. It is a hundred and what is it? 110 billion tons of water. Terrible. The largest movement of water. Holy Terrible crap. idea. But what, no, but it's, it's not like coming like a wall. Yeah. It's coming in like six feet high. And all of a sudden you start rocking and your boat starts rocking and then the water starts getting closer. And before you know it, you're in a washing machine. Like you're, yeah. and you're, and all you have to do is hold on. You're a guide. It's not like you're going down rapids. You're just in this unbelievable turbulent water as all of this tide comes back in. My kids loved it. Loved Can it, I loved just it. say that it's amazing more people don't die doing yeah. this. It's yeah. amazing to me. I'm serious. There's it a- reminds you of how powerful Mother Nature is, how powerless right? we all are. All kinds of crazy uh-huh. stuff going yeah. on out there. But I have a great idea. Let's turn it into a tourist attraction. Let's teach Jennifer 15 <laughs> minutes beforehand. 15. <laughs> I'm just like, it's yeah. just, it's amazing to me that more people don't die. I mean, I hope none do, but There's, it sounds really I mean, dangerous. Jennifer knows more than anybody, having worked in the outdoors in the outdoors in the industry yeah. for a yeah. long time. I've been in the industry. The for a crazy while. ass things people will do for oh, adrenaline. Yes. I mean, these people who the guy who climbed the side of Yosemite just free, what's it called? Free climbing um, with no ropes, no nothing, yeah, just yeah. with his hands and his feet. Yeah, those people are bananas. They're I don't just, understand that at all. They're just different yeah. people. Free Again. soloing. Free soloing. Yeah. Again, yeah. you'll find me on the base deck jumping. Looking people find oh, places to just leap off. Yeah, that's not us. Pass. Yeah. All right, let's finish with something that I think okay. is not as controversial or upsetting. I don't think it'll pull as many memories. Like it or not, Altoids. Love. Oh, I'm sad about Altoids. I'll let you go first. <laughs> I had to break up with I them recently. <laughs> I recently had to break up with them. What happened? Well, teeth. Well, <laughs> here we go. My teeth. <laughs> 
I thought we weren't going back to dentistry, no, I Ellen. I didn't. I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. All right, listeners. Oh my God. You've been with me through the ups and downs of my dentistry issues. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. listeners, I had some. I had. I had some sad news given to me recently. Well, I had that? two what teeth that, extracted. <laughs> I was supposed to have two new implants put in. Oh, Only one of them was going to take. the title of this podcast to Dentistry 101? <laughs> no. Every, every, no, every fifth episode has got like a dental corner. No, because what if, we she need ha- new dentistry what if Shampoo music? finds it? That should be our sponsor. Is a dentist. <gasps> 1-800-DENTIST. All right. I'll talk, to my de- I'll talk to my dentist. I know one guy who won't sponsor us, Shampoo. <laughs> yeah. You know who you are. By the way, I'm, mom- I'm just like one... One cocktail away from telling your real name, Shampoo. Oh, okay. okay. Anyway, anyway. Still paying them off in pennies. <laughs> now we, whatever. I, okay. Oh! okay. So, anyway. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, I was not. So, the sad news from my mouth is that my second implant is never going to happen, guys. It wouldn't take. Wait, stop right there. I like the way. That is. I like the way you're making it sound like our fan base was waiting on the edge of their seat. We were all hoping and praying. Is that second? Is that second tooth implant gonna happen for Alex? Oh man, I, I hope they tell I the next episode. I get notes from listeners just, who are praying for you. Really, I saw people at church lining up in the ch- little chapel just to light a candle for that. There's a GoFundMe for it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fund Alex's implant. <laughs> the second one. First one's good. First oh, one. my God. Guys. Guys, you don't even know what I've been through. It's not going to happen. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, number two. It can't. Oh, it's not going to happen. So, it's just going to be a spot back there. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. I have one of those. It's fine. But, yeah. So I go to the periodontist because heaven forbid, should I just go to one dentist? I've got to have a whole team of them. Mm-hmm. I have to go to the periodontist for some consult. And this is when he delivers. Did they give you crest weight strips? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Smeared them on. So this is when he gives me, you know, the hard news. The talk. Lowers yeah. the boom. <laughs> he sits me down. He's like, I have some bad news. And he tells me this. Fine, whatever. So then we start talking about teeth and you know bad genetics and whatever and so i he said to me he goes wow you have a lot of dental work there i'm like don't get me started and he said do you drink a lot of um soda i said nope not at all and he said do you do you eat a lot of sugar and i said no not really he goes what about mints and i said oh just altoids he goes that's like the worst thing that you can be eating i said what and he said he said it's because they have sugar in them and i was like yeah but i mean like they're just altoids he goes but you're keeping them in your mouth and you're sucking on them and you're and it's the amount of time in your mouth on your teeth he goes you got to start doing sugar-free mints listeners this was like six weeks ago how's it going (laughs) well i converted i found two new types of breath mints Oh, it's sad. <laughs> I miss him, but it's okay. I mean, I'm there. It's oh basically God. like it's I've like, been relegated to like, like diet sort of. Her husband just went away to war. Yeah, <laughs> I miss him. Oh, I sure do. Man, I, I do. miss him. Can't wait to get him you back. You guys, I miss him so much. <laughs> I love Altoids. Plus, now I'm like, now I'm doing all the chemicals with the whatever aspartame, whatever team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But but back in the day, I loved him. You know what? I always did the reds. Every once in a while, I'd no, mix it up. No, you did the greens too, and I, the cinnamons. I was just gonna say, I'm Jennifer's a stealing person. my. Yeah, oh sorry, yeah, sorry. I no, I would, I would mix them in, but oh. mostly I was a red gal, yeah. and I miss them, guys. Yeah. I miss them a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean to touch a nerve. First, yeah, really. I got the rafting nerve over here. I'm sorry, I got the altitude you know? nerve this over here. This has been a very a emotional very sidebar. Traumatic. Yeah. I actually feel lighter though after getting that off my chest. <laughs> you do good. Yeah. How about you, Jen? Um, I love Altoids. I do. I love, um, I, I also, I go classic. I go classic red. Sure. Um, I love the pomp and circumstance of it. It's in a little metal, metal tin. tin oh. and, it's round, and it's got, not only is it in a metal tin with paper that's mm-hmm. folded like a Christmas package inside, yep. but plastic wrapped outside. I mean, there couldn't be more care poured into <laughs> What is basically, as Alexander just described, a sugar mint. A disc of sugar. Yes. It's so true, though. It's so lovely. Uh, And I also find them to be such a nice ending to a meal in many ways. 
Number one, I feel like I'm a hostess when I take them out of my purse, I open them up ceremoniously, and I pass them yeah. around to the table and True. say, yeah. who would like one? And everyone says, oh, yes, and I'll yes, indulge. Please. But also, it's the signaling of the end of the meal. Like, dude, I got to get the fuck out of here. Here come my Altoids. It's time to go. Nice. As to the what it, the damage it does to my teeth, I am a chomper. So they don't stay long in my mouth. I can chomp two at a time, be done in 30 seconds. I'm a chomper. I enjoy them. Yeah. I also find them to be a great distraction during, like, say, a long sales meeting. If True. I keep them on my on the table next to me, it's like yep. something to do something when to you're do. bored. Kind of they thing. also kind of help you when you're a little hungover, when oh, you're like absolutely. right on the edge. Yes, yeah, absolutely. They, they yeah. make you feel better. Yeah, so I'm, I'm completely thumbs up for them. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. Lucky. I'm sorry for your loss. That's well, all I have to say. I understand. I appreciate That's it. It's hard to move on from something that was so special yeah. for so long. Ellen? Interestingly, I'm a fan, uh, but I'm only a fan of the cinnamon Altoid. Huh. I don't care for the original. Wow. Um, I never liked the spearmint. Oh. So I'm really only cinnamon, and I was corrected by someone who told me once long ago, cinnamon is not a mint. It is not technically Ooh, a like mint, the so these are oh. not technically mints. I'm like, I don't care, whatever. They are my yeah. cinnamon-flavored yeah, discs sure. of sugar. Um, but I have found, for some reason... Um, I'm not as addicted to them as I used to be. Mm-hmm. I eat oh. them less regularly. So I have them in my purse at all times. Sure. But if you ask me the last time I bought a new tin, months and months. Really? Definitely. Wow. Yeah, I'm not, well, I'm but also have not you, going out and about as I much. I was just going to say, you're retired. I'm not. <laughs> you're going to throw it in there? I was waiting for it. I did, I just said I'm not out and about okay. right. as right. much, trying to be demure. And okay. somebody just... Sorry, my B. Wait, one last thing can I say about them? You may. Back in the day, they had a killer advertising campaign. Mm-hmm. They did very funny Curiously ads. strong yes. and all that stuff. Things yep. that were just really yep. very clever. Yes. And put them... That brand is solidified for me in my head for forevermore. Agreed. And I will also say, back to your point about how the presentation and the mm-hmm. little paper and all that stuff. Do you remember Callard and Bowser? Yes. Yep, they totally. had caramels yes. and chocolates. Yes. And, and then, then there are those other British companies with yes, little with tins the, of the, little the fruit mints, hard, the fruit, hard, hard fruit candies. Things that were like dusted in a very, yes. very yep. fine pastels, pastiches, like powder, it does or feel like, sugar. It does feel like you bought them at the apothecary exactly. in 1937. Yes. Exactly. And it's a yeah. special moment to offer one up. Exactly. Or have one and put away, as opposed to ripping open a Snickers yes. and shoving it down yep. your yes. gullet. Yeah. So something about it. So there is all of that. Well, I hope it works out for you, Alex. <laughs> it's, I hope you and Aspartame. You guys, I'm going to need a minute. Friends. I'm going to need a minute. I got to go brush my teeth. All right. Okay. I think might as well just go to speed round. <laughs> Try to give you something easy to work with. Good, because this has been an emotional roller coaster in the sidebar. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find the one that's that's the easiest to work with. All right, let's start with this one, because it's going to force you to look at your own performance. Okay, oh, put it there. Oh, All right. Okay, I'm confident here. <laughs> this Are is you ever this not? is for no. you, but this is for you for you as children. Would you rather have overprotective parents or neglectful parents? Neglectful. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't do well being micromanaged. Never have. Did I not agree. miss a beat. That was our childhood. Yeah. Not to mi- no, I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to be rude. Mom and Dad were great. We were kids. Sure. We grew up in the seventies. Yeah. yeah. Nobody we, we rode our ten- bikes yeah. fifteen miles away from our house and oh, never yeah. came home. They yeah. had no idea yeah. where we were. I think we can yeah. answer this one together. Absolutely. Seriously, we have <laughs> the same answer. Yeah. No. Yes. We, and you know what? It made you be a lot more independent. You stronger. You figured shit out. Like when when Creative. when our kids now are like, you know. What are we going to have for dinner? I'm like, you're 20. I don't know. Make it. Shake your tail feather on down there. I don't know. Go look at the fridge. You know as Open well. Open a can. Yeah. Like we, I mean, if dinner was being made, then then we'd eat it. We didn't question it. And yeah. if not, we just did it. Or like. You ate yeah. all teens. You figured it. You 100% went. neglectful. Yeah. But, however, now neglectful, I think also means like, oh, I don't know. your mom's listening. Yeah. 100% neglectful. Yeah. No, she's definitely no. It was not. just the seventies. Yeah. They just yes. it, you, yeah. it's different. There was no helicopter yeah. parenting at all. Right. And and I I see value in that style same. of parenting. I have adopted many of those same traits in my own current day of parenting. Probably also adopted a few from this. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. how everyone is nowadays too. But yeah. I find value in some of that. I I don't think everybody does though. Yeah. But I mean, like if you're gonna say neglectful, well, like we're saying we're I think not you have to take it If you take it to it, the extreme, it's an extreme. Yes. Like, yeah. Like. Your but parents yeah. really didn't pay attention. Like, hey, I've got a big school play. I'm in tonight. Oh, forgot about it. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Like, 
uh, yeah. which would be more difficult to right like to we had we had loving parents who just were not like hovering over us right but i still <clears throat> as i said i don't do well micromanaging i don't like it i don't like all the attention like i walk into a store if someone's like can i help you and they walk and they're with me i'm like dude get away and that's like someone i don't even know never mind someone i did know and live with all on my <laughs> like all in Martin my business Aaron. yeah like i would hate that i would much rather be like you're not coming whatever fine look at me i'm independent i got it granted I think a happy medium mm-hmm. is obviously best. Oh, okay. However, but that's yeah, not how neglectful this game is on me. Played, no, sadly. neglectful for me for we'll sure. Take neglect. Yeah. Okay. I also feel like uh, how many times have you heard the stories of people who've who've risen up against such adversity? If you're going to the extreme of neglect, yeah. you know, right. Horatio Alger and up by your bootstraps and all that kind of stuff, and who've made right. something of themselves out of the adversity that they faced. And I think that that gives you more. Um, strength than if you were to have had someone who was coddling you along the way the entire time Mm -hmm. agreed oh totally agree and i think uh, i think all of us i will speak for myself and say that on the on that scale i definitely had neglectful parents i mean these were you know my mother was 19 when she had my older brother she had three kids by 23 whoa yeah so they were busy growing up Two of yeah, them were, were right. busy growing up while they were raising us. And if I think about that now, having had kids myself, about how young they were and how they were trying to figure out their lives. And my mother wanted to go back to college. And my father was building his, his career. Like, they, they still got it done. They fed us. They got us through high mm-hmm. school. I went to college. You know, we, we they, she did her job, which is yeah. the way I feel now with my kids launched. It's like, I did my job. I you got did. them through marginally traumatized i'm sure so that you know ours are too it comes with comes with the territory but if i think about the two extremes like would i rather have someone who didn't know anything that i was doing parents that just like didn't know seemingly didn't care or parents who are on me all the time and wanted Mm -hmm. to know what my friends said and what my friends did and where they were and blah blah blah. i think i i think i gotta go to the neglectful extreme i mean it's just I, and and back to the final point, which is yes, of course, in the in the perfect world, in the right world, you're a combination of both. Like you yeah. you zoom in on your kids when you know they need it, and you back off from them totally. so they can grow and be independent people. And that's we do our best. And I think also it's funny when p- parents comment on that and point it out to you, like, huh, all three of your kids have summer jobs. Um, ours, huh. ours don't. Like it's this foreign concept, and I, and I just look at them like. And yours don't, and and you're asking me like I'm the yeah. the the dinosaur. I don't know. It feels weird to me sometimes. I feel like that type of independence is important no matter what their age is. I have I have always felt like I don't take enough interest in my kids' lives. Like if people I, ask I me if people ask me too. questions, I'm like I don't really know. I haven't I asked that. them. Ellen, I have the same guilt. Sometimes. I don't know. I just, I, oh, I, I ask, but then like, I forget. Like I'm a shitty yeah. mom. I I get that. Meanwhile, I, about sometimes kids, I my can't kids are like, those questions. thanks, mom, for everything. Yeah, you're always there when I need you, and they I, don't seem to want me to butt you know in the, more. The worst is when they're like, "So, did you hear that such and such pa- uh, yeah. teacher was was? Did you hear that they gave this and that half the class failed and that? And did you know that this other parent did that? And I'm looking, watching, you know, conversations bounce back and forth and thinking, I know none of this. No, I don't no, know no, anything. No. My kids haven't shared it with me, and I haven't asked. Right. And Jennifer's like, and wait, which <laughs> and in, and in which my kid? Hearts, I kind of don't. <laughs> which kid? I I. Mm, what's his middle name? Wait, so oh, wait. if only oh, I could remember. Oh, it's the shortest. No, he's yeah. tall now. The middle one or the the tall? I, yeah. Oh, it starts I with an M. Yeah. What is yeah. his name? Yeah. But I do. I suffer that guilt too. I, I think do. about that a lot sometimes too. So I guess maybe and there's all, no right answer. And having been the, having. Oh, there's a right answer. We all answered it, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are neglectful. It's neglectful, and duh. that's where we're going. Yeah, there's well, a right answer. And and trust me, we. Um, I I think I can speak as the as the oldest one with the oldest kids, like you give them plenty of attention and you back off mm-hmm. the right amount. Like you guys do it right. So pat yourselves on the back. Back I, at you. I, on back the other you, hand, babe. I have a pair of homicidal maniacs as children, oh, but doing, <laughs> doing the best Not I even can. Close. All right. Let's try this one. Would you rather ask your arch enemy? Oh boy. Or it's, it's gotta be someone, you know, and can't stand. It could be your ex. It could be I, your I have enemy. two people in mind, but go <laughs> okay. ahead. Yes. All right. Get them, get them in your head. <laughs> I got them. <laughs> Would you rather ask that person or a total stranger, not a bank, just a total stranger for a $10,000 loan? Total stranger. Total stranger or your arch enemy? 
Go ahead. Jen, you seem to feel strongly. I'm sorry, but it's the how insulting and embarrassing and humbling to have to go to your arch enemy. I'd much rather approach a total stranger. It's just like, I believe we had a question at one point about would you rather be naked on the side of the road in front of people you know, or naked in the office and right, or whatever. Right, naked on the road. I, it, I'm going total stranger every time. <laughs> I am. I, do, I don't like, it's humbling to have I don't to, want people I know no, to know anything. No, no, and I don't want to deal with my arch enemy ever, like in any do situation. Do you have that person in your mind? I do. I know exactly who it is. Oh. I'll tell you later on the okay. car ride home. All right. Um, yeah, but no, I don't want to, I don't want to ask them for anything. That shows weakness. No. Yeah. No, of course you're right. Never. This isn't even a question because no. no way would I ever give anything to either of those arch enemies. And by I the way, I think we might share one of them. I have two because I know the other one and I think we share it. Do we really? Oh, um, anyway, um, meanwhile, Jennifer's giving the slash across her throat thing, like, shut it down, Alex. Listeners, this is when it gets really good. So I, um, yeah, no, are you kidding me? I don't even want to, I don't even want to talk to those two people. I don't even want them to, like, they don't even deserve me giving them any attention. Never mind getting a peek into my finances or knowing that I need something. Are you kidding me? I am all strength with those two. Ass she, and there's two of them. There's two of them, <laughs> and they're and they're both jockeying for position as number one arch enemy of mine. I hate them both. Ass hat <gasps> one and ass hat two. Did you figure out who? Uh, no, I just had a runner up, but she's not. All right, let's yeah, she, <laughs> all right. reel Wait, it in. No, no, yeah. Anyway, no, absolutely not. I, you know what? I literally go to <laughs> Total Strangers, which is called a bank, and ask yeah, them for. I so said yeah. no bank. No, no yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd still find oh. a total stranger. Oh, and by the way, I would find a total stranger, and I would make them love me. By the end of the, they'd probably be like zero oh. interest loan. You're fantastic, yeah. and I believe you're going to pay it back. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, who says the, the arch enemy would ever want to lend us money? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, there's that. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to ask. What are the odds are yeah. going to be successful? I have better odds with the stranger. There's a lot of there are a lot of layers to this question. One being which is more likely to be successful. Like Mm -hmm. on the face of it. Stranger for sure. What is the selling approach to selling someone who knows you and hates you versus someone who doesn't know you at all? Right. They don't necessarily hate you. You hate them. Okay. That's my arch enemy. Fair point. Yep. 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 Fair point. Although usually with arch enemies, it goes both ways. Kind of works. No, I think both my arch enemies secretly wish that I would like them, but I don't. I hate them. And welcome to 8th grade. Today, on Middle School Drama, we're going to hear more about Ass Hat 1 and Ass Hat 2. I can't. Well, I think, um, I don't have, I'm I'm happy to report that I don't have such a strong image in my mind of who my arch enemy (laughs) is. I can conjure up some people I would not have to go begging, want to have to go begging to, for sure. Yeah. Like, you don't want to ask for money from somebody who, whom you don't like. Or maybe doesn't like you, or some or history. Who, even like, worse, who's wronged you? Yeah, like I, yep. I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can pick some guys. I can pick some guys mm-hmm. from my past. Like, oh my god, if I had to go beg for luck. Mm. So yeah, I would rather use my skills of general charm and salesmanship mm-hmm. to go to a perfect stranger, saying, "Let me make a case for you on why ten thousand dollars invested here and now yep. is mm-hmm. gonna net." A trip to the moon for you, perhaps. And oh. Do you know how far that is? It's far. Exactly. It's like hundreds of miles. If I could use a portmanteau. 254 <laughs> miles. Am I right? Was it 254? Thousand. Oh, damn it. I was so not close. right. I got so part close of it right. or not. So close. Oh, my God. All right. Here's one. Now, here's one. This definitely, like, this is one that applies to me, but I'll be curious to hear how you guys handle it. And this is the way it was written online. I found this one online. So apparently they think that being in your 50s is ancient. Okay. Hmm. Once you're in your 50s, would you rather date someone who's been divorced or someone who's never been married? Oh, that's a good question. That's an excellent question. Huh. Mm -hmm. I feel like you should go first, Ellen. Oh, she never will go first. I've tried to throw it her way numerous times. I say you go first because I went first on the last one. All right. Never been married versus divorced. Also, I don't have an answer yet. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that. You did not fool anybody in the room. No, we all knew that. Um, I'm going to go with I would rather date someone who is divorced. Okay. Uh, I feel like there is a certain point in time, and it kind of happened to me a little bit too. I didn't get married until I was 30. And I feel like 
you just start to realize you become fully formed as a person. It's very, there's very different, uh, living with someone is very different from living alone. Sure. In that you have to sacrifice certain things. You have to make concessions. You have to be more flexible. You have to, there's more give and take. Mm -hmm. And if you wind up being someone who chooses to be alone for a little bit longer, that gets more and more stringent the longer you do that. Yep. And so if you were to, in your, fifties to approach somebody who had been living by themselves for that long a period of time, they would be very set in their ways. And I think it'd be very difficult for them to get over the part of the, to get to understand the comprehension or to comprehend the fact that they had to share everything from what temperature the house should be set at to how many blankets to, do we want a sectional or do we want a love seat? You know, everything. like everything. There are so many small decisions in life that you concede or, you know, that you, I'm going on and on. But, you know, you get the point. Yep. I think someone who's been divorced has done it and maybe parts of it they liked, parts of it they didn't. But they understand the general concept of living with someone. Mm -hmm. And I think that would be easier. Nice. Okay. So I think my first, my first knee-jerk reaction is to say I totally agree with you for all of those reasons you said. Also, I think about the person who never got married, and I'm kind of like... A little suspicious. A little suspicious. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, like a little suspicious. Mm -hmm. Like, did you just have bad luck? Yes. Also, did you have this, like, you know, th this crazy image of who your partner was going to be that doesn't exist, and now you're going to, like, settle for me or whatever the case is? like, uh, Or are you a super weirdo or serial killer or like what is wh why 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 could you never settle down with anyone so that's that however the person who's been divorced why'd you get divorced were you a dick were you a cheater were you no, a liar just was a wrong match right but what if that wasn't it what if they what if what if what if said guy said to you oh we broke up because we you know went separate ways whatever and then you come to find out no he was a cheater cheater oh that's a different story but this is what I'm saying. Like, I, gotta, I don't know the answer, Ellen. I'm sorry, I can't answer. <laughs> wow. I think I need to know. I think I need more yeah, details. I in a big know. circle there. I, I think I need more details. But if I, ha if I had no details, that's all I have. I agree with Jennifer. But I would like to delve a little deeper. Okay. And have more details. And then I'll really <laughs> It's a case-by-case -case basis, listeners. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Yeah, all right. So she has it. to see their dating profiles. Yeah, exactly. Before she can determine it. Yeah. yeah. Ellen? It, it, well, having been a... having. Currently being a single person in later life, it's definitely an issue I remember, but I will go back to, and maybe I'm, I'm sort of scarred by this, but my mother was a widow at 39. Oh, that's God, young. that's yeah. right. She was a very young widow. And so she dated a bit on and off, and she had some, some relationships, but um, she would always complain about the pickings. And she would say they are either widowed and they want you to wash their socks, mm -hmm. uh. or they are divorced and they're angry at women oh. or they've never been married and there's a reason and, and there was, you have and it and there and it was like and i remember like <laughs> oh shit I, I mean obviously Nailed I've, it. I've, I've remembered it to this day yeah and there's some truth to it and yeah. i mean the difference is like if you are dating somebody who's divorced they're bringing baggage they're right. bringing the positive experience of how to cohabitate right how to share a household which is awesome but they're also bringing whatever failed in that marriage which is a bummer and, and, and what wounded them and what wounded them and can they learn how to move past that and what are they going to bring and that goes for me right it goes mm -hmm. goes for anybody um if they've never but you are the total package let's be honest oh yes, i'm agreed. i'm like the sweepstakes and there you have winner. Yeah, yeah. i mean come yeah, on yes. everybody look at these teeth they're so white <laughs> do you have an altoid and i got oh wait no forget it i, I got a couple implants too i mean i think you, i think you're gonna love and this in terms of parenting not a hovering parent. no no nope, nope. uh i'll be as neglectful of you <laughs> as i was of my children i promise i, pr I promise to not even know you're there yep Yep. Oh, when did you oh, get here? When did you come in? Who knew? Did you eat? Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Saltines are in the cupboard. <laughs> that's right. See what you, you can You know find. where they are. Don't bother me. Beans are good. Um, so, so, but, and I have found, having been in the adult post-marriage um, dating scene on and off over the years, every time, I will say honestly that every time it's never married, I'm like, mm. like I married late. I didn't get married till I was 36. Yeah. Right? So... Or 35, 35, maybe 35. Um, so it was relatively late. And so for me to manage to pull it off and 
um, you know, and somebody not have been married before. I mean, maybe there's a good story. Maybe there's a good reason you were an international reporter traveling around the world and you couldn't settle down. And there's a good reason. There's something. Yeah. Or although I'd like to meet that person. You would. I, I would love to. Yeah. Meet that guy. Um, but I would say for me, I would rather have someone who has a marriage track record because they know what it's like to try. Yeah. They, yep. We always say like, we tried and we failed or we tried and didn't work, but at least you know the rudiments of what it's mm -hmm. like. Now, all that said, um, special advertisement about any gents out there who are interested. <laughs> I really just want a guy two weekends a month. Sure. Come on in. Yep. Have some fun. Let's go do some great things. You got your great. pad. I've yeah. got my pad. Yeah. Off we go. If you like white teeth, Ellen is your gal. Oh my god, yeah. and so and so much more, right? Yeah. I've yeah. been portmanteaus oh, and god. everything else. Where to begin? Oh my god, fifty-seven varieties of fun oh. with me. Hello. <laughs> nice call yeah. back. Well yes. Oh, trying to do it. Um, I think this is enough. I, I feel like it was. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a roller coaster. It was a whitewater rafting I was waiting ride. Waiting for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Of trauma, <laughs> of drama, very strong of emotion. Dental, emotion, dental history. But yeah, for those of you who have stuck with us as super fans all the way through this oh podcast, you know how important dental discussions Aww, are to so us. Sorry. I yeah. promise next time, no teeth. Good call. Thank no you. No teeth. But please don't use the 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 Mr. Clean Magic Eraser <laughs> for anything other than the scuff marks on your stair risers. But that's but what that thing is for. But if you are using the ultraviolet ray thing that you stick in your mouth, please but send reach a note out. to totalcybargmail.com and please let Alex know. Appreciate and it. send a picture of your teeth. Thank you. So we can see because if you only have two teeth, that's another that's another story. Yes. Okay, fine. All right, ladies. It's been nothing but a real dream. Please say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs>